Welcome to the Midlife CEO Podcast, where business coach and strategist Jeannie Spiro teaches you how to take your coaching business to six figures and beyond at Midlife. Join Jeannie and her guests as they reveal their best kept secrets to creating a thriving six or seven figure lifestyle based business. And now, Jeannie Spiro. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Midlife CEO Podcast. I'm so excited about today's episode because I have one of my dearest, dearest, dearest friends in the world, Donna Ashton, with me today. She's not only one of my dear personal friends, she's also like my top business bestie. And we've been friends for so many years now, and she is going to be interviewing me on this episode today. So I'm going to be in the hot seat. Donna, I can't wait to have you like jump on in and ask so whatever you excited. want. I, Although I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Don't be I'm nervous. nervous. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> so tell everybody who you are then. Yeah. So I, like Jeannie said, we've been friends. We were just talking about for like 10, 11 years, we've known each other. And um, I help um, professionals and experts create online courses and leverage in their business, simplifying their business so they can scale to work less and make more. So um, over the years, Jeannie and I have coached each other, talked each other down off the ledge (laughs) and watched our kids grow and everything else. So it's been an amazing journey. So I'm honored to be here to help Jeannie as she is kind of been going through some changes as we were just talking about. And I think everybody has really gone through some changes over the last couple of years and trying to figure out the best way to do business in this new world of ours. And um, yeah, I can't wait to dig in with Jeannie and uh, see what she's up to. I'm so excited. And you know, the, the part that I love is like our friendship has blossomed over the years. And one of the things that we've done is we've been able to coach each other at different times. And so I, there've been times I've leaned on Donna and said, I really can't figure this out. And you've done the same with me. And, and one of, one of the things that I've really, really loved about this is that we've been on a similar journey in business for a long time in the sense that we've, we've been growing, we've been, we've pivoted several times. And so I'll, I know we're going to talk a little bit about some of my pivots over the last couple of years. We did a um, podcast episode for Donna, so I don't want. I mean, we're gonna. I'm gonna link that to this. So we celebrated her hundredth episode as well in a podcast for her. So I cannot wait to link that to her to hers. Um, and your podcast, so everyone knows, is called Work Less, Make More. Yes. So. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I'm excited to do this. So. Fire away your questions and I'll see if I can answer any of them. (laughs) Yeah, no. Do you want to start back like you did for me, like sort of back at how you got started or do you want to just sort of say like what's been happening? Because I know you've been, I'm, you, you've been helping a lot of midlife CEOs and you have also gone through some iterations in your business with who you've been working yeah. With, you know, starting off helping people, you know, on the stage. And then let's talk about that. Like what happened at 2020? Let's talk, let's like what you were doing before. And then like your business really shifted and, and had to. It did. Absolutely. So, you know, I'll go back just a, a, a little bit before that. Uh, I think one of the lessons that I've actually learned more, more so recently is we sort of take for granted the things that we come become genius at. And I don't necessarily think that I really gave myself credit for something that I became good at a long time ago. Um, 
And I never thought of myself as somebody who was good at selling or sales, but I've actually been selling in some capacity for so many years that I, during 2020, when I had to look at a different way of helping clients in their business and to be able to help them attract clients, I really went back to some of the things that I've known for a long time about about selling and how to sell and the, the strategies and way to, ways to do it. And fortunately, I've learned a lot of online sales strategies, some good, some not so good. And I've learned a lot from being in sales positions and running sales teams. And I mean, I've sold multiple million dollar contracts. I've negotiated contracts. Like when I think about what I've done with selling, it's, I'm, I don't give myself a lot of credit sometimes. And to you were selling way before out. you had a business. Like you've been in sales for since 1996. Like, yeah. it's isn't a, it funny how we can't recognize what we're good at and what we've been doing? <laughs> well, and even before that. So it was actually like 1995, I started selling. I was uh, helping physicians. I was out there working with physicians and negotiating contracts with them to enroll into the insurance company I was working with. So I was negotiating, I was selling, I was having discussions about fee schedules and all these kinds of things. And so I never really even thought about how I've been in sales conversations or selling for this long and how valuable it is at, until 2020. So um, in 2020- I'm thinking back to your story about when you worked at the museum. Yeah. Yeah, you're when, sales in a way you're selling the whole. Yeah, I was a tour guide. Yeah, exactly. Guide. Yeah. yeah, and my job was to take people through. So of course I was selling the selling experience. experience. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. Done. Like, and even the call to action at the end of the tours, it was like, you know, I didn't even realize it was a call to action, but make sure that you stop into the into the gift shop and pick up X, Y, and Z. And it was it like, was like you were doing a webinar. <laughs> Exactly. But I didn't know. webinar. Right. And I was just like, well, I'm just telling people. And it's so funny because I, I have been selling in different capacities, selling from the stage, selling in all different ways for so many years. But what happened in 2020, it actually, the last time we saw each other, and then we only got to see each other, it was almost what, a year and a half, I think, since wow, we've seen each yeah. other. So my last event that I helped anyone host was your event in March of 2020, just before the pandemic. And Literally at that point- Days before the pandemic, days before days the before. world shut down. <laughs> exactly. And it, and it was what I had been doing for a long time. One of the things that I'd been teaching my clients to do was to get on stages and to be able to attract clients, clients through speaking. And then I was teaching my clients how to have workshops and small events, boutique style events, as a way to fill their coaching programs and services. And so in early 2020, I had a lot of clients. I had a lot of people who were going to have events. Yours was the last one. And I realized I cannot use that sales strategy. I can't have anybody on a live stage. I can't help people use events to be able to sell their coaching programs and services. And so not only did I have to figure it out in my own business that during that time, I had 
a lot of clients who are like, Jeannie, what are we going to do to sell our coaching programs and services? So I went right into, okay, we're going to pivot everybody. And I didn't actually have anybody have a virtual event during that first year. I learned and taught a variety of other sales strategies. So it was a really great experience. One takeaway I'll tell you though, is I learned not to have only one way, one sales system in your business, because when you have only one way that you're relying on how to sell, you've got a sales problem. So that was one thing I learned. I'm sure you learned a lot. I mean, just like thinking about that, what you did was huge. I mean, not, I mean, everybody had to pivot, but you had on top of it, all these clients relying on you for something they could no longer do. <laughs> so, and we had no idea when that was even, if it was coming back or whatever, right. You couldn't just like, Oh, let's just put it on pause. Like, no, you dove right in and was like, okay. You know, and we've heard people who, who rely like on Facebook ads, right. It was the same thing when Facebook went through all of that. And like, suddenly everybody's ads were tanked yeah. relying on one thing is not great because if that's suddenly taken away, like who knew, right. A pandemic was coming or Facebook was changing everything or whatever the next thing is um, you've got to have some other sources. So um, that is a huge nugget right there. I'll tell you one other thing about it that was really hard and I didn't even expect it at the time was that I, it was not only affecting my clients' businesses, it was, it was something I was really good at. And so I had an identity crisis within it, like, oh my God, I can't sell this way. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't, I can't help people get on stages. I, I was really, really, really good at this. And so it wasn't only like my business had, didn't have a way of selling anymore. It was like, what am I really good at now? Like, I wasn't even With sure. Confidence, almost like a hit to your, like, well, this is what I do and now I can't do it. So what, what do I do now? You were like lost. I was so lost. And I was so sad because for me, designing someone's signature talk and helping them get on stage and helping them go from delivering a presentation to having an influx of clients, it was like, yes, that's what everyone is gonna do. And for years, every it was like a no brainer. You could go and get a speaking engagement and all my clients were doing it. And then it was, it wasn't as common. Although when I think back to when you and I first started our businesses and teleseminars existed, I first started not on physical stages, but by doing teleseminars and by doing teleseminars for on other people's teleseminars, right? Yeah. And so it was like, hold on a second. I'm actually really still good at this. <laughs> like I can pivot this and I'm gonna teach my clients how to pivot this. So I went back to the things that you and I both learned early on in our businesses back in the early 2000 or like 2009, 2010. Yeah. So back to the basics. Back I mean, that's the thing. I think you've, we've both been on this journey so long and we know so much and we forget, I think that, and I think that's something that's, that I always am trying to take you back and, and the same here is like back to the basics of what we are good at and what we know. There's always another shiny object. There's always another platform 
like to get on um what's the one everybody was on and then it just got tanked away oh my gosh <laughs> i know it's like it happens all there's the time. always something out there to do and i don't know how TikTok's going or whatever maybe it'll stay the course <laughs> maybe it won't but like there's always another marketing tactic if you will yeah but what you bring to people is like a foundation of how to sell mm -hmm. whether okay. that's on a teleseminar, on a webinar, on a stage, whatever it is, you're giving them a foundation of how to sell. And that's what many of these people don't know. And I just had this conversation with somebody last week, like so many coaches come in and they're really good at what they do. And any of you guys who have read the book, The E-Myth, not everyone's an entrepreneur. Not everyone knows how to run a business. They might be super great at being a life coach or a therapist or a whatever, but they're not good at running a business, right? right? There's, And they have to learn how to sell. And people think, oh, I don't wanna do all that part. I just wanna coach or I just wanna help people. But if they don't sell, they don't have a business. They don't. And it's hard, especially if you don't have that natural knack for it. And if you think it's just about posting on social media, it's not, right? It's not. And that's what you're here to teach them that there are all these other things that go into it. And something you, that you taught me, I remember, as you know, when I was like ready to get a few clients and I was gonna take, if you remember the story about how I had, 30 sales conversations, right? In my business, back in the homeschool business. And I was like, I think I'm gonna take a few clients just to see how it goes. My kids were at school. I had 30 conversations and nobody wanted to hire me. And I got on the phone with you and I was telling you what I was doing. And you, I know you were just like, well, that's because you're just like coaching them. And you're, so we had a one conversation and like, here's what you need to do. And I'm like, I have a call in 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. And I literally hung up with you, got on the call with this person and got my first, I want to say it was like a thousand dollars. To me, that was like huge. It was like a thousand dollar private client. And I was screaming and running around and I called you. I'm like, I can't believe it. Like a short time with you. And then I had made my first like closing on a sale that I'd ever done before. So like, and those like basic things that you gave are like, you know, stick with me for years, like to come as like how to sell this way, like how to just create that. Well, I didn't I, know. So uh, there's, it's, it's very sexy to learn how to sell one to many. Right. And there's a lot of people who talk about this, like you, you know, you're going to sell to as many people as possible or avoid sales conversations and there's a lot about that too and to me i'm like okay cool but you can't even go there like a lot of people skip this step you can't even go there until you actually know how to sell and yeah. you have to have a program or service that is going to sell and most of the times what happens is people will come to me and they'll be like i don't know why my program or service isn't selling or i just was trying to you know, sell this way. And I'm like, right. Have you had, how many sales conversations have you ever had? And so there's all this kind of like stuff out there that says, oh, of, you know, don't have sales conversations. I'm like, no, hold on. You need to have some, it doesn't mean you have to have them forever in your business. And there's a phase and stage in your business where you don't like, in fact, when I was selling from the stage for my events, of course, I wasn't selling one-to-one. -one. I, I had learned how to design a program and sell a program and sold it one-to-one -one first 
before I even got on the stage. So I, I really feel like this is so important that I, I, I cannot emphasize it enough to people that one of the reasons why people struggle with selling is because they skip over the foundational elements. The other thing that I really have to say about all of this is that a lot of people think they're selling, but they're really marketing and they're doing all this marketing and they're relying on marketing strategies as if they're sales tools and they don't have the foundational stuff in place, like the foundational marketing strategies that help support selling faster and easier. Um, they don't have that down and they go to these strategies. Like, you know, I was saying before, I don't ever want to rely, like I relied on having events if an events went away and then I don't want to have to rely on the latest and greatest um, social media strategy. What you want is to be able to have strategies, marketing strategies, I believe that are rooted in relationship marketing and speaking strategies. That doesn't matter, right? You can still develop relationships online and offline, right? You can still speak online and offline when you have, when you know how to build relationships, when you know how to develop referrals, and when you know how to speak, you can do this online or offline, whether or not anything ever happens like that again. So the part that always gets me so fired up about all of this is that people are relying on these marketing strategies, thinking that they're sales strategies, and they're not. And then they're like, well, wait a minute, why am I not selling? <laughs> why is this not converting? I'm like, you got to go back to some of the foundational stuff and then you can scale the right. other strategies. Why? I know I went on a tangent. No, you didn't. But also I'm like, here's an episode you need to do on your own podcast is what is marketing versus selling. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> yeah. If you want, yeah. just give us like one line, like what is the difference between marketing and selling? Like, I mean, people are probably like, well, some people might not even know what that means. I know. Well, thank you for saying that. And I will. I think I did one years and years ago. Oh, did you? So okay. it's time for me to do it again. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. But it's important because I, I think, you know, you you said that a couple minutes ago with your business where it was like, I'm trying to sell and what is going on? And it's right. sometimes it's the smallest things that you need to shift. Right. And I think that's what you bring to the table when you, because uh, obviously I've been in your masterminds and I've seen your work and how you do such a great job. And it is all around selling. Like if you're creating a talk, it's not just a great talk, right? It is a talk that is designed to convert and to get some kind of result, like more clients or, you know, if you're talking on other people's stages, what's the point of going over there if nothing's happening on the back end? So all of the pieces of the things that you teach inside of your, your mastermind and your programs, there are different strategies, but they all are the foundation of how to bring in more clients and, and have sales because that is such a strength of yours. And so, and it's like you, it's like, if this doesn't work, then you've got something else in your tool bag. Like you're not just so limited where many people might be like, Okay, like me, I was like, oh, I'm selling from webinars, right? But when it was time for me to get on a phone and talk to somebody, I had no idea what I was doing or how to do that. But you've got so many different ways, which I think is a huge plus for your clients because 
not everybody likes to speak on stages, right? Like you've got maybe some introverts who aren't comfortable with that and there are other ways to do it, but the foundations of what you teach give them the opportunity to kind of move into whatever is good for them and what works for their business and let them be feeling like, great, this is what I really love to do. And I can still, I don't have to follow. Well, you have to, you know, some of these people are out there teaching just of, like you said, a very specific strategy or this tactic of doing this, but you're giving them these things that they can take and kind of make their own and move into whatever is comfortable for them or whatever's happening in the world, right? They're not just like, okay, well now Facebook ads are gone. So we can't use that anymore. Now, what do I do, right? They're, you're not leaving them like just giving them this one thing. You're giving that basic foundation so they can evolve as the world and marketing and business evolves. So what, one of the things that I actually have pivoted into is uh, I blend this marketing approach, um, kind of we'll call it more the organic marketing approach and the strategies with a foundational selling system. And so I do teach that and it is it does have roots in speaking. And I know that um, for my clients, if, if anyone comes to me and doesn't want to learn how to speak in some capacity or, or another. And when I say speaking, it doesn't have to be on a massive stage. It, speaking can be done in a variety of ways. I'm not necessarily the best coach for them because I encourage um, people to use this as a, a tool inside their business. But what I really do is I develop a core, a foundational sales system in their business that's rooted in these foundational marketing uh, relationship and speaking strategies and blend it with this foundational sales system. And then there's other advanced strategies that I teach as well that allow people to be able to sell all the time, to basically make sure that their programs are getting filled all the time. So when you have the core one in and you know how to use the core system in your business, it's like, okay, good, I've got that working and now I can add on the, these other ones in my business. Before I was relying on one event a year to sell, and that was a big mistake. And so some people will rely on one funnel. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not one funnel that you need to be able to sell your programs and services. As long as you have a basic foundational one in your business that's rooted, as I said, in, um, you know, in being able to bring in clients through basically not having to pay for ads. It's, it's kind of a nice one for anyone to start with. I love the fact that you are like saying, let's just get back down to relationship marketing, like mm -hmm. relationships and building that. I think people, a lot of people spent a lot of money on ads. I know I did and they did okay. And then they didn't. Right. Yeah. And so, and that's just sort of, I don't know. It's just maybe after 2020, like people are wanting to kind of get back into like the old school of getting to know people again, like instead of, and it's just trends, I'm sure. Like when all the, the, the great technology came out there with funnels and webinars and all this, it was like, woohoo, we don't have to do anything. We can just do all this stuff, but it doesn't work half as well, honestly, as right. just getting to know people and, and really doing organic relationship marketing, you know, and it's mm -hmm. maybe it takes a little bit of work. I don't know. It doesn't really have to take a little bit of work. I, not as much. You think it's like, oh, it's going to be a lot longer. It's going to be harder than just sticking up an ad. 
but it's so much more effective and it seems to be just, you know, a, a whole lot better way. Plus you're just saving a lot of money and then having to rely on whatever's going on over here that I feel like it's such a timely thing that people are at that place yeah. of let's just like do it a way that feels good to us. Like it's like a feel good marketing, right? It is. And, and it's also something that, um, you know, I get this a lot. I get a lot of people who will say to me, I'm trying to get on so-and-so's podcast and, uh, or, uh, you know, I put out clients will say, I put out like 50 pitches to be on a podcast. And I'm like, and did you get any? And they'll be like, no, I didn't land one. And I'm like, of course you didn't. Mm. And I'm like, it's not simply about having this pitch or this speaker one sheet. It's all about relationships. And so this is the part where I, I actually teach my clients a completely different system than what other people are doing out there when it comes to even landing podcasts. Mm. I just landed a speaking opportunity in front of an audience. Like, a, I think it's going to be like, like it's pretty, they have a pretty big list and it's because I developed a relationship. It's, it has nothing to do with me pitching. In fact, I don't know about you because you have a podcast. I have, to this date, I have not had anybody ever come onto my podcast that's pitched to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know about you, but I never have. And so I'm like, okay, so I think there's a different approach. And that's what I've been teaching my clients. And they're like, Jeannie, this works. I'm like, yes, because it's based in relationship marketing that allows yeah. you to be able to get on, on some of the podcasts you want to get onto and get your message out and shared. So uh, we, this goes to something else I think that's important, um, which was a pivot that I had was, I think a lot of people, and my mindset was around this before, it was like, I wanna get on big stages. I wanna get known. I was like, but what's wrong with developing relationships with people that are in your sphere, right? Or a little bit, maybe a little bit beyond your sphere, because when you start sharing your message with more people, it, that one message can trickle to others and someone else might be paying attention and be like hey you are exactly who i need and they might be even more advanced than the circles that you're in so there's nothing wrong with staying in the circles that you're in and expanding those and sharing your message where you are yeah, I think for what I see about you is that it, you're not like this flash in a pan kind of one hit wonder. You're the slow and steady wins the race. I mean, that's really you. It's like, just keep doing these things and they work they and they do work. And while everyone else is out there throwing spaghetti against the wall, like doing all these crazy things, you're just going and you're just, I mean, and you've built an amazing business and you've helped so many clients reach six and seven figures and beyond that it's it's just you don't have to be this flashy guru influencer to have a successful business that that works right exactly exactly and and i think sometimes this is the part that i go back to a lot for myself is i think okay what has worked for me what still works for me what will i always keep in my business right um, I try different strategies. Of course, I incorporate them. But the, again, the thing is, I'm not relying only on one method. I'm, yeah. I call this my stacking my sales strategies. And so I have a few sales strategies that I use in my business that I've developed since 2020 and that I've taught my clients since 2021 that don't include um, 
super complicated, super complicated funnels or these big, big launches, and they don't incorporate kind of the marketing chaos. <laughs> so I feel like it's a little bit of a relief when people come to me and say, my programs aren't selling. What do I do? I'm like, simple. <laughs> Let's work on yeah. making sure it sells and developing your sales systems, your foundational marketing and sales systems. And that's why they stick with you. I don't know anyone else. You guys, Jeannie's clients like never leave her. I, I don't know anyone else who has clients who just like stay and stay and stay and stay. And I mean, I would come to your events every year. It's like the same people. Of course, there's more and there's more and there's more. It grows. They tell all their friends. And it's like people don't want to leave because they they love you. They get results. And you just, I don't know, you just have such an amazing, you're just an amazing coach. I mean, you, you really are an amazing teacher. And I know that that's what really lights you up. But it's it's something to be said for that. Like, obviously, if nobody's getting results, no one's coming back. But obviously, right. that's not what's happening for you. And that's why people keep going through your programs and go to the next level and the next level and the next level. And because I think it is so doable and it isn't like this flash in the pan or it's so easy. I mean, it's so hard that they have to do all this crazy stuff. Like you just give them what they need and then, you know, help them to this. Then you take them to the next level. Then you take them to the next level. And I wanted you to talk about like some of your new things that you have coming up, because I know you've, You've been working on, you know, making your programs even better and getting even better results and taking everything that you've learned over all of the years. And of course, in the past few years and really distilling it down into something that's going to be amazing. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to talk about this. And so much of this comes from our work together. So Donna and I, uh, fortunately, another part of our relationship is that we coach each other and um, she has coached me through so, so much, especially this year in really making some decisions and how I'm serving and redesigning some of my programs and services. So I can't thank you enough for that. Um, here. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> love it. Um, I, so basically what, what I, I alluded to this, I came to the realization that there, there's a lot of people who will say to me, I want to be able to hit a certain revenue goal in my business. And I'll say, that's terrific. But what we have to do is look at how you're serving your clients. Like what are your programs and services and are they set up to sell? And oftentimes what I've found is that they weren't. And so um, we would pivot that so that they could design or redesign the programs that they would make them so that they could sell. And then we created the sales systems. And so one of the reasons why my clients do continue with me is that I move them from one phase and stage just like what I'm talking about now and move them from this first phase of what is it that you're going to sell? How are you, and how are you going to sell it and be able to start getting momentum with it? So you're hitting consistent revenue in your business. And once people start doing that, then they reach another level in their business of, well, I want to be able to work with more people different than you, where I kind of come in here is I'm really looking at you're gonna add on even more advanced sales strategies when you reach another level of your business. And so oftentimes people will come to me and say, yeah, I'm thinking about now having a, a workshop or I'm thinking about you know, having an event or some kind of conference or something like that um, because I'm switching to a more leveraged program. And so how am I going to sell this program 
to more people. And so that's where at that next level, my more advanced clients, when they're moving out of like the, you know, out of the first six figure mark, they're moving into, well, am I going to scale to a million dollars or am I going to scale to somewhere in between? What's going to shift in how I'm selling and serving? And so you go very much into simplifying and redesigning, whereas I also add in the kind of the additional, let's look at the ways you're going to keep selling this so you can bring in more people into your business. So that's really the big thing that's come out of this is realizing I'm helping people with one process to move them into consistent revenue, which oftentimes is like breaking them through the first six figure ceiling it through the first initial process of that foundational program after that it's a mastermind that i've created which has people basically in different tiers um, depending on where they're choosing to go in their business some people are going to say i don't ever want to have a million dollar business with a big team and that's great but they still need to figure out how they're going to ramp up their revenue to where they want to be and then others are in a separate category in the mastermind that are moving to scaling at a whole different level. So what I've done is redesigned my business so I can work with people at all phases and help them kind of graduate to whatever level or still have momentum in whatever phase they're in and not losing traction. Because the last thing we want is to do all this work and then slide backward. I love the word sales system as you're talking, like who doesn't want a sales system in their business? And if you don't have one, you go talk to Jeannie because that's the thing. I mean, consistent income, you guys, if you are like having this roller coaster where like you have really good months or really good years and then you don't, it's like there's something happening in the sales department and you have such a way of like you're saying, I mean, taking them at the stage where meeting them where they are like, okay, you're here. This is what you need. Okay. Now you're here. This is what you need. And you're able to walk them through the whole, you know, evolution of their business because mm -hmm. things are different at different levels and, you know, they need what they need when they need it. And then it's time to grow to that next place. If they want to get to the next phase of their business and you have that identified and you're so good at at showing them exactly what to do and taking them through that and your stuff works that's the thing it's like it's not hard you just have to do it you just have to know what to do and you just get out there and do it and guess what you make sales right i mean yeah. that's what that's all about you bring in more clients you make more money and who doesn't want that so yeah. you're just amazing when it comes to sales and uh Stick to it. It. Stay in your lane. <laughs> yes. No, I know. And I thank you for that. I, I, I think the final thing is where you've really been working with me is looking at how I can serve more and more people because I love being able to do what I do. And so for a long time, I kept wondering, like, how am I going to serve more people? And I knew it wasn't simply a course, but it was my some of my content. If you think about it, I can sell it in a course. But I knew it was wanting to still be involved in the transformation, being able to be part of clients' journeys. And also for me, another reason why I think a lot of people stay in my space is because I, I intentionally curate a community where women are supporting one another in their business development. It's, it's 
it's I want the women in my community to network with one another. I want them to support one another. Many of the women are collaborating with each other, which is exactly what I want. So many have developed incredibly beautiful relationships because they've been in my space. So I don't look at it like, oh my gosh, I don't want people to like build off of each other and go in different directions. I actually want people to work with one another and be able to, because we're all thinking the same way. How can we collaborate together? How can we build relationships? Yeah. I remember when I went to your first event, I was like, I want this because, and that was the community and the people that you had because people kept coming back and they just work together. I mean, and it's, there's something to be said for that, you know, being in a group where you feel like you belong and you help each other and you get help, not only from you, the coach, but you get so much out of, and you were really like, I sort of modeled, you know, after yours, like when I started having all my groups and it was just great. And it was such a, it's a plus when you have that, it's great to be able to teach people, but if you've got a community where people love each other and lift each other up and it's not just about you then you've really hit gold and that's that's exactly what you do that's why i say people love you they want to keep working with you and you really create such a sense of of community within your within your group that it's it's just amazing thank you i love it too i'm 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 so happy i get to do what i do and you've got a new website coming out I do. I do. I, um, I rebranded and I'm releasing re-energizing new programs. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's coming out. I'm so excited. Excellent. And the final thing that I wanted to say about all of it is that a lot, I started the midlife CEO because I thought, oh, I'm talking to other women who are in midlife and I'm actually the midlife CEO. I'm, it's more about, um, some of it is about just me. I wanted, I like named it, um, because that was me and my journey. I'm not necessarily working with people only at midlife, but sometimes I'm talking about the things that are happening um, as a midlife entrepreneur. And so I'm still gonna talk a little bit about that, but mostly what's happening on the Midlife CEO podcast is I'm gonna be talking a lot more about how to really create more revenue and reach new milestones on your business so that you have a business that you you're making money and enjoying at the same time so similar to you but very very different in my approach um but that's why i love that we get to collaborate and do things together so amazing i know we we, we help each other so much and then so yeah i love it great well congratulations on all of your new stuff coming up and uh your big pivots and uh Good luck. Thank you, Donna. And thank you for being here. So um, I think I'll wrap us up. Is that is that good? Well, everyone, I really want to thank you all for listening to this episode. It was really fun to be able to sit here and be interviewed. And I couldn't think of another person to enjoy doing this with. Uh, Donna Ashton is just amazing and wonderful. And I'm truly so grateful uh, to have her as my friend and also in collaboration and she's strategized with me so much. It's amazing. So you get to have uh, a little bit of a peek here with her and also please go on over to her pat, uh, podcast you'll see the link below and we'll try to connect the show notes and details from her episode too so thanks for listening i look forward to seeing all all of you on the next episode take care everyone thanks for listening to the midlife ceo podcast if you like what you heard please subscribe and give us some stars and a favorable review at apple podcasts or wherever you listen in